0: it's inexplicable. And if, if we are really honest and praying for that, the Lord is faithful and he will do that. He absolutely will do it. We just have to surrender the timeline. We can't just say, all right, God, show me a sign right now. there and welcome to Marriage Talks, a real, authentic, and relatable podcast about how to thrive in your marriage.
1: Here you'll find helpful information shaped by a biblical worldview on all things marriage related, sex, money, parenting, and so much more. We are Michael and Elizabeth and welcome to the show.
0: Welcome to the show. I'm excited. I hate that I say I'm excited because I am excited about Every like episode. Every
1: episode. Guess what guys? I'm pretty thrilled about recording this thing that we made up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I am I am excited. I'm more excited this week um just because this was a listener question and we love answering listener questions. Those jump priority. Like if we have a plan for episodes that need to come out like and a listener asks a question, we're like put on hold everything, answer the question, get it aired as soon as possible. And this is actually something that I have a lot of experience in. <laughs>
1: Yep. And uh me sort of more than average. I'd say yeah. yeah, more than average. Not as much as this lady right here. Cause nobody moves as much as this lady right here.
0: Yes. We get Well at, used
1: to, not true anymore.
0: Right. We've been we've been still for a little while and it feels nice.
1: Okay, good. Because I was wondering if you are getting
0: itchy. No, no. We had a listener ask us to discuss um moving and, you know, its effects, pros and cons and kind of the stresses it can bring on marriage and things like that. And so I I used to get asked all the time if I was a um
1: like an army kid.
0: Yeah, an army brat or whatever. It's like, nope. Dad was in the ministry. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so he, like a tumbleweed, we just go where the spirit takes us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I have a lot of experience with it and I'm just going to share I'm going to share like we're going to share our own experiences with yeah. it um but also you know, we made a move from, as a married couple from Georgia to Florida and the things that we considered with that and kind of taking everything that we have learned, I think in our entire life about the negatives and positives of moving and how it can really cause a um, marriage to flourish, or I can really put some stressor stressors on it. So just kind of encouraging and helping and hopefully steering you in the right direction for prayerfully considering relocating. But yeah.
1: Yeah, this is a really important thing. Um, I feel like in 2020, a lot of things got uprooted with the pandemic. Mm. I know a lot of office-based jobs went remote and that created a whole new kind of economy of, hey, I don't have to live in Burbank anymore with my $5,000 rent. Well, let's go back to home. And we can, you know, live in a much cheaper place. So yeah. you got to have that discussion about moving. And of course, even pandemic aside, moves just happen. It's just part of a normal society. Right. And there's probably no no one thing that can change as much dynamics of the marriage as much as a geographical move.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, other than yeah. like
1: relational changes right, and right. death in the family, but- It's one of the more common ones that's really big.
0: Yeah. And so before we get into our experiences and all the things that we kind of just talked about, we do want to let you know that uh, today's episode is sponsored by the Marriage Talks Patreon page. There's bonus content there. Um, We send you a letter with a little sticker and just how can we pray for you? And it's uh, more direct access to us. And um, if you decide to join, it also supports the ministry of Marriage Talks, which means the world to us. And we are very, very blessed. Uh, in that area, so or when when you decide to partner with us, it really really touches us. So check it out.
1: Yeah, we love it, and we also want to encourage you to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast, so that we can just kind of get to more ears and uh, you guys spread the word. If we share something that really spoke to you and your spouse, please tell your friends, and we love hearing about all the stories. We've got some really good like. Marriage Talks Evangelists in the listenership, <laughs> and it feels really good. Yes. So keep it up, y'all. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So I said kind of in the intro that I have moved a lot, and I have moved a lot. I have lived in over, I believe, over, last time I counted, 25 different homes, apartments type situations.
1: Yeah, and she's only 38 <laughs> years old, too. I'm not
0: 38 years old. <laughs> Don't <laughs> age me. I want
1: to see what you do. Blasphemy. she's less than 35
0: plus blasphemy don't say that now some of those moves were in the same like city but i've lived in florida georgia both the carolinas new jersey and each move has had its own pros and cons but i think that that's a thing that happens no matter even if you didn't move where you live now has pros and cons right you wish it had things you wish it didn't have things and So to kind of say like, you know, well, I don't know what this new area is going to bring and it could have pros and cons. It's like, well, no matter where you live, you're going to have pros and cons. It's just the nature of being human and living. (laughs) Like everything has pros and cons. And so having moved a lot, it's just given me perspective on holding value on certain things. It kind of, it just gives you a new perspective on like, possessions and people and locations and things that really deserve to for me to be grateful for in a way and what i mean by that is like things that are significant and not superficial and i think the whole idea behind moving especially if you have been in the same place for a very long time or if you've like never moved you know, the thought of like uprooting and going somewhere different is terrifying because you're leaving your safety net and you're leaving something that you know and you're comfortable with. And I think that's one of the biggest things that really freak people out when they're like, let's change locations and they you're like, whoa, hold on. Don't take me out of my comfort zone. I like it here. And if you're called to be in the same place for your entire life. That's where you're called to be and that's where the Lord has you. And that is great. But if you feel like the Lord is calling you somewhere different and your feathers kind of ruffle because your comfort zone is being shaken up, there's some investigating to do there, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, anything that was ever super comfortable usually is not really that epic. So a lot of the the most, I mean, comfort's great, but, you know, if you look, Historically, some of them, if you look back on just take your own life, we don't even need to go to like history or, or the Bible, but like look back on your own life. Some of the scarier things are some of the more worthwhile ones. Was mm-hmm. it scary for me to stick my neck out and ask Elizabeth out on a, a motorcycle ride in 2007? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty scary, but it was kind of worth it.
0: Kind of. So I'm
1: still, still debating that, <laughs> but you know, it was scary to do that. And it was scary to propose, it was scary to you know, try to go to grad school and all those things paid off really well. And there were just really, really just life improvements in so many cool ways.
0: Yeah. And the the thing that I think we have to remember, too, is that life is changing and people are changing. And so for just in general, if like I need to be careful that I'm not getting dependent upon things not changing, because I know and I have people in my life who are not fond of change <laughs> and it can be hard. And and in my own respect there's some things that I'm like, Whoa, wait, a minute, this is this is this changes my environment. I don't really like this. And I kind of like resist. And so I have to keep myself in check that realizing like I'm not always going to be the same person. Michael's not always going to be the same person. Our marriage is not always going to be the same. Our kids, our environment, our friends, our church. Everything is going to evolve and change. And it's just a fact of life. And so I would caution if you are in a position thinking about relocating or moving, if you are resisting it, I would just caution you to think about, are you resisting change just because it's change? Right? Like if you're, if you're like, I just don't, I just don't want change. I don't care what it is. I just don't want it. There's, some heart things that could be going on there. And like for myself, I have to stop and pause and peel back the layers and find out why it is that I am resisting that change. Because it's if the Lord is calling me to change in some way, then it's my job, it's my pleasure and my act of worship to seek Him on that and to be in prayer and to be in the Word and ask Him to reveal to me what that change is. And to act on it, you know, so that's kind of my first little tidbit about if you're resisting change. And especially if you're if you're thinking about making a big move and not just like changing houses in, a, in within a particular city. But you're like, all right, we're going to move across. I feel like every every other week on Instagram, somebody's like, we sold our house and we're moving across the country. And I'm just like, oh, that's an exciting adventure. Yay you. <laughs> but, yeah, you, but, um,
1: it's funny that we say this all now, because if anything were to come up, that would be pushing us. In, first of all, we feel very, very led to stay here. Like yeah, our our roots are deep here. And I feel like there's a very strong direction that we've been guided in yes. in the last few months, especially yes. it's like, that we're solidi- good. That solidifies
0: <laughs> us staying here. So I
1: don't want that to be like a hypocrite kind of thing. It's like, no, this, you know, the point of this episode is like, just be in the word and listen to the spirit about what, you know, this might be in terms of and in, under the lens of moving specifically. Right. But we, we yeah, we just, I want to get that out there too. It's <laughs> like, we're not thinking about this and uh, that's yeah. not the direction we are going in. But no, we've been there. That's we have at the been point. there.
0: Considering moving, having options on the table, not really knowing what's going to happen. Um, and like Michael said, we have, do- the Lord has opened miraculously open doors, um, that are amazing for us. We feel led to walk through those doors that solidifies us staying here. And that is an okay thing within that there was change. (laughs) There was a lot of change and a lot of, um, I think it's own scary unknowns, but we really, really feel called to, we felt called to walk through those doors and, and do what we, what the Lord is leading us to do. But if you are considering moving, let's say one spouse is like, "Yeah, let's move," and I, I'm, I have this lead on a job opportunity, and it's really good. It's a much better environment, really like healthy, um, emotionally for me. Like just in job environment wise, altogether, it's a better opportunity. It can definitely when one one spouse is ready for it or wants to do it, and the other spouse doesn't. That's hard. And that can really cause a wedge between the two of you, like yeah, big time. Laying your stake in the ground, I want to go, I want (laughs) to stay. You know, you're you're choosing a hill to die on, and you're dying on it. And
1: I actually know, uh, um, I know of a person who worked locally, and spouse was in a town three hours away for three solid years, and would the one the one person would go back home on like Friday night and be there for the weekend and then travel on Sunday afternoon every mm-hmm. single week for three years. And I just like, I don't know how you have anything resembling like a healthy marriage when you're not together 60% of the time. No, it's more like 80. Yeah, that's really so that was, hard. That was just a challenging setup that I'm 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 not sure how that was kind of decided upon We were like, I don't know, just, it was an interesting dynamic. Yeah. So I don't suggest that if this is the case for you guys.
0: Yeah. We, for Michael and I personally, we could never do that. Knowing our love language, love languages and what we believe we, we are called to live within our own marriage, like biblically speaking how a marriage looks, that is not something that we feel called to. And we believe the biblical standard being together we understand that there are like military deployments and things like that. Oh, We're not talking oh, about yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's different. That, that is it's, so it's, different. You know,
1: it's for a particular purpose and it's not. Yes. You know, three years plus more or whatever.
0: Yes, like.
1: Yeah, we'll be think, careful. That is not what I was talking no, about. No, 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 no. We it think it was a conscious decision to work. Yeah. In very different towns for long term.
0: Yeah. I just I just want to say like people who, spouses who are deployed and the spouse that has to stay home, holy cow. We salute you. You are amazing. Like it makes me cry just thinking about it because. Yeah, you're the I, MVP. I cannot watch those reunion videos. do <laughs> When they, even talk where about they it. come home and <laughs> like crying. they surprise the, the spouse or the kids and I'm like, oh my God. Like even the, wow. even the German
1: shepherd runs up and jumps on
0: Wow daddy's arms. You are amazing. You are truly, truly amazing. Like, okay. I've stopped talking about it cause I just cry. But so when you have opposing spouses, it can cause a wedge. It can bring anger. You can, um, tend to hide your feelings because it's met with resistance. The one spouse saying you're wrong and we need to go or I'm right. And we need to stay. That can be really hard. Um, Please don't hide your feelings. Talk about it because that's a, that's a, this is a big thing to be opposing on. Um, There's a lot of strong emotions tied to to that.
1: Oh yeah. And there's, there's some real meat and potatoes there that needs to be unpacked and you can't, you can't choke that down and get anything from it. So if you're about to discuss this and you want to stay, but your spouse feels led to go, but you don't talk about it and actually hash it out and mm. have that discussion. Just think of the feelings that you're going to be like holding in. That yeah. is not good.
0: Speaking of feelings, some of you I'm nervous. Where are you going to go? Some of with this? you may know. Some of you may know about this already, and some of you might not. But. Uh, within, I'd say within the past seven, eight months, um, I recently discovered through my Bible study, a thing called the feelings wheel. Oh, okay. Feelings and role. so if you're in counseling and things like that, you probably already know about this. this is probably an old thing. This is new to me and I'm, I'm pretty in tune with like my feelings and like peeling back layers, figuring out where it's like triggered from and doing that. I've been doing that specific work, um, with the Lord for a while and it's been super beneficial, but if you struggle with identifying emotions and knowing where it's coming from, there's a thing called the feelings wheel and we will link, um, or we'll post an image or or a link to the image in the show notes, but it starts in the center and they're very basic emotions like sad, happy, joy, something like that. And so you can identify like, okay, I am feeling angry. And then within that it breaks out to like, I believe like four to six, a little more complex emotions. And then you can go from there and be like, okay, I'm angry, but like, let's get a little more specific. And then once you reach that second tier, then you go to the third tier, which doubles in size of how many emotions there are. And then you get even more specific with maybe a more complex um, feeling. And then you can say, well, I'm angry because I've led to this path of being incredibly afraid or whatever it is that you land on. And it is yeah. so beneficial. I didn't
1: see hangry on one of those. So I don't <laughs> think it's modern.
0: Yeah. Hangry should be added. I actually explained hangry to Henry the other day. Cause it's like, here's, here's what is going on with you, son. <laughs> yeah. But
1: no one's more hangry than our, our youngest, our two year old, like human, uh, <laughs> human uh, garbage disposal. He just can't
0: Yeah. Um, if you've seen a picture of him, you know that's very true. <laughs> he's a chunky one, <laughs> he's a mission and man, and we love him. But the uh, wheel of emotions is very, very beneficial and is something that I highly encourage you to start incorporating um, in your conversations with your spouse, particularly if it is a stressful conversation.
1: Yeah, what you can do is uh, look it up online, find a nice high resolution picture, print it out in color laminate it and you can put it on your fridge. I'm not even kidding here. I'm not trying to be funny, but it's really good to have in kind of a central room of just like you, you see your spouse kind of getting frustrated about something or you can be like, all right, go over there and look at the wheel of (laughs) emotions and then tell me a little bit more detail.
0: Yes. So that was a little side tangent. Definitely check that out. Um, But it's, it's very, very good tool. Yeah. So we'll move on from there. The last thing that um, that we kind of talked about is you're resisting change and change is going to happen in life. No matter what situation we stay or go, you get older, you have kids or you change jobs or whatever. Like there's going to be change in your life.
1: Yeah. So as always with our episodes, we want to kind of give you some just like simplified things to think about when this subject comes up. First thing is basically you got to figure out why do you want to move? What's the motivation behind your desire to move? Yeah. and conversely, if you were against the idea, why do you want to stay where you are? Are you bored? Is it a great opportunity? Are you potentially running from something that's yeah. you know I would say more rare, but I would
0: say be? there are um, there are good good things, good reasons to want to move, and I would say there are bad reasons to want to move. Um, I think personally, if it's just because you're trying to run from problems and you think your life is going to be like better and it's going to solve these these like human problems that if you are the common denominator and running to a different location isn't going to fix it. You know that you have to deal with those those things within yourself, spend time in the word, spend time in prayer, have an accountability partner talk about it with your spouse, working through those things you can stay where you are and work through those things. Changing a house you
1: should stay where you are and, yeah. and work on that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Changing your location doesn't solve the problem. So figuring out why you want to move is a really, really good thing to come to your spouse with. You know, if if you are in a very specific line of work and there are just no opportunities for you and it's, you're really suffering and you feel like this new opportunity for the line of work that you're in, like you feel like it is something that God has put right in front of you, smack dab in the middle. Like I wasn't necessarily looking to move, but this really presents itself as a wonderful opportunity in like my dream scenario for my line of work. You know, to me, that's a good reason to relocate as long as like, You want to make sure your salary is livable and, you know, just the kind of those practical things. But as far as like the job presenting itself and um, just being in like a really, truly miraculous way, I think that is really, really worth considering. Yeah.
1: And also if you've got kids that are old enough, obviously having a big conversation with them too, super important.
0: Oh, yeah. So that's interesting that you brought that up because when we were moving from Florida, when I was... 14, no, 15. We had the opportunity to either move to New Jersey, Somerset, New Jersey, or to move to China, mm-hmm. two very opposite places. <laughs> and in China, we would have had like housing all set up for us and a job lined up for dad and like all these things, like school and like everything was laid out. And, um, and it was like really methodically planned and sounded like a really awesome opportunity. And then the New Jersey uh, scenario was a headmaster at a school and we would go to the school. So it's kind of similar. And there was housing lined up, um, but just two very different environments. And I was like, let's go to China. Because how often do you get to say like, this really great opportunity has presented itself and we are like, you can you can live outside the country like to me, that opportunity doesn't get presented to everyone every day. I'm
1: glad you didn't take that one because you never met me.
0: Well, yes. God knew what he was doing <laughs> with all of that. Yeah, we... I,
1: I, like I hear this scenario. I'm like, I don't like it. No, nah. because <laughs> like in my my alternate reality brain it's like, nope. Oh yeah. We never
0: would have met. This podcast never would have happened. Like it would have been totally different trajectory.
1: But you would be fluent in Mandarin. That'd be cool.
0: That would be cool. But so of course we moved to New Jersey, but you know, it was, it was just really cool to have this conversation with my parents all of us older kids were sitting there and just like they were asking us our feedback. And like, I was the only one that voted for China, by the way, (laughs) everybody else is like, "Mm, let's go to New Jersey. (laughs) But I will say (laughs) it's
1: not the most enticing of the 50 states. That's for sure.
0: No, it's if. Yeah. So, but no offense if you live in New Jersey,
1: I'm from the South. So I'm like, nah, keep me in the South.
0: But what I will say is that because we moved to New Jersey, like, I, I don't have, it's not blood family, but I have family there and they like, if I need something and I call them up or I want to like, we want to say like, Hey, we're bringing our family up there. Can we like sleep on the floor in your house? They're like, yes, come. We will feed you day or night. Doesn't matter. Like just come. And they, they are like godly people and challenge us and are just amazing, beautiful people. Yeah. So that move to New Jersey like was incredible. Was it scary? Yes, it was. It was incredibly scary because really we've lived in the South our entire lives. And then you're like, hey, go to the tri-state area. And by the way, the people up there are completely opposite of you. (laughs) But they are amazing people. And let me tell you, it's the best food you will find anywhere Don't even try to argue with me. Pretty good. It's incredible because it's authentic. All right. (laughs) uh, Let's bring it on back. (laughs) So those are some like things to look out for. Like if you are on like opposing sides, just be like, don't. I think the biggest thing is don't retreat to your corners Um, and hide how you're feeling, share those things in a respectful way. And also be very, very careful about the hill that you die on because then you are, you're presenting yourself as completely immovable and really it's God who's doing the work. So you're not necessarily fighting your spouse, whether the decision that God wants you to make is to stay or to go, you are, you're essentially potentially fighting against God,
1: Yeah, and I'm actually really curious, um, just to throw it back to you guys, the listeners, if you've had, like, if you got something really interesting to share, like a good story of, you know, when you were looking at a move and it was potentially going to be really scary and then you did it and it was just really, really amazing. If you want to share that with us, it'd be, you know, private on our Instagram. um, Or
0: you can email us.
1: Instagram or email us um, and our contacts are in the show notes marriage talks podcast at gmail.com. But anyways, I'm just so curious to hear people's stories. If you want to share that, I will read it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the things to look out for. And we know that it's scary. And I think the biggest reason why like relocating and moving is scary is because one, it takes you out of your comfort zone. But number two, you don't know what it's actually going to look like. Like, you know what your life looks like where you are, but when you move, it changes the game. It shakes you up. It's like a snow globe and you just like shake it and you're like, ah, like, whoa, wait a minute. And so it, it seems really unnerving to get your whole world shaken up. Um, but the really cool thing is, is that if this is something that the Lord has called you to do and you do move let me tell you, it will be hard. So I'm not, I'm not going to paint an unrealistic picture. It will be hard because changing and transitions are hard no matter what. But it can be so, so good. And it can give you an opportunity to minister to people that you never would have otherwise. And people minister to you. These people I'm talking about who live in New Jersey, who are our dear friends, have ministered to us in so many ways and you can, the Lord can really grow and stretch you in incredible ways that when you look back at it, you're like, your mind is blown. Like when I look back at 2020, we didn't necessarily have like a location change, but our world got shaken up. Like many of you shooken up, shaken, shaken up. Yeah, it's shaken. Um, sorry, grammatical. Like, did I say that
1: right? We spend time around uh little kids. So I was like shooken, <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah no um
0: but i am blown away by what the lord did for us and what he provided for us in that year because it was extremely difficult and we've talked about it in other episodes but i love looking back at that and and seeing like god is good even in the times when you're on your knees and you're like i don't know what to do here like you're just in shambles like pray in, pray in the, in the, like the discontent or the questioning or the lamenting, like pray in those moments because there's some extreme power. I mean, that is Psalms. Uh, so that's, that's where you can go for some guidance, but, um, y- you can just really grow in some amazing ways that, that are just, you can't, you can't fathom, you can't fathom. They're only designed by God.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things where if you've ever been in a situation where you felt the Lord leading you and you did not go that direction, you just like you'll immediately the just the staleness I think will take over and like just be in tune. And and again, because there's an opportunity to move is not the same as saying you should move and that the Lord is opening this door. The you know, not every open door is something the Lord is blessing. So that's why the prayer comes into play and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah. And I would say a good way to detect that because it's like, well, it's an open door. How do I know? If you just knock, (laughs) if you are manipulating the situation and people around you and people on the other side of that opportunity, you know, in that whatever that location is, if you feel like you are having to like just move all these parts and it's like, it's, it's essentially manipulation. I have found in my own life that that is not the way to go. It is. That is when God's like, you need to back away, take your hands off the wheel. Let,
1: let, Jesus, let Jesus take, take the, the wheel.
0: wheel. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to do there. Um, It's, you know, it's not, it's not good because then it becomes like, okay, what can I do in this situation instead of what is God showing me? How is God leading me in this situation? And so it's, we can't sit here and say, here's a formula for how to know if you're supposed to move, because every move is different. Every couple is different. um, Every situation is different. We just can't, we can't say like, here are your red flags and all that kind of stuff. But I really feel like if if you are honest in your prayers and you are saying, Lord, break down my wants and please align my heart to what you want for me. And if if in the times when I'm actually praying that and I actually believe that, the Lord is breaking down my heart and making it softer and softer. And he is writing on it versus, all right, Lord, I want to do your will. Okay, you show me, you know, like giving lip service. Um, that's when things get tough and things are not working out. And I just get frustrated. And I do believe that there will be a sense of peace. There will be, even though you're scared out of your mind, if you decide to move, there will be this underlying supernatural peace that you're like, I don't know why I feel so calm about this, but I'm kind of freaking out at the same time, but we should do it. Like that's a, a, a cool feeling. It's a really cool feeling. It's a really, really cool feeling. Uh, just recently, I had a feeling of like just emotional wreckage. And underneath that was this supernatural peace. Like I am like talking like crying and angry and and fear and like all this mixed bag of emotions. But then underneath that was this calm water supernatural peace.
1: Yeah. And all those feelings came from just one episode of This Is Us. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> it can do that though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh but you know it's 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 inexplicable. And if if we are really honest in praying for that, the Lord is faithful and he will do that. He absolutely will do it. We just have to surrender the timeline. We can't just say, All right, God, show me a sign right now.
1: That's gonna be our pre clip faux show. Sure. Yeah. That's
0: good stuff. Yeah. So it's be in prayer. Be in prayer and be honest with your spouse in a loving and respectful way, and that kind of leads right into the challenge: is that if you are considering moving and this is something that you're talking about, talk with your spouse and make sure that it's filled with love and understanding. Because when, like, when Michael and I are opposing on something and he's like, "No, I'm right," and I'm like, "No, I'm right," the the argument only goes on forever and ever and ever. But when we come humbly to each other and we're like. I just really feel strongly this way. And I really feel strongly this way. Where's our compromise? And we're genuinely asking each other, where's the compromise? The Lord is always faithful to show us where that compromise is. Mm -hmm. We just have to get off the hill that we want to die on and be willing to move um, a little bit towards each other or the other person may be right. That may be the hill that we are both supposed to die on. But you have to be you have to be honest about that. What are you going to say?
1: <laughs> like imagining the, uh, the hill you both die on, but if you both join up on the hill, I don't think either of you dies. I think the, the saying changes.
0: <laughs> the hill that like, you oh, live you, on. They both still
1: died even though they're on the same hill. That sucks.
0: <laughs> the hill that you live on. You know what image comes in my mind?
1: The Patriot?
0: No, that. Nicole Kidman and... Tom Cruise movie where they're like go in the Midwest and you you ride oh, the I horse about
1: eyes wide shut like I have not seen that movie I've never seen
0: that movie either but no they they go for the land and they put their stake in the land and they are able to start their new life and like shh, and you die on your hill yeah. like, that's I, what, I think that's that what was visual- called
1: Westward Ho
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's not what it's called I know that. that'd be a confusing
1: movie title like this is about Westward Ho what <laughs>
0: No, no, we're not talking about that. (laughs) That's, that's the image that comes to mind. If you know what it is, hit us up on Instagram and let us know what that movie is. I don't remember. Yeah. We're
1: just one little Google search away from the answer, but we don't really get our phones right now.
0: (laughs) I don't, I don't care enough (laughs) right now to do that, but yeah. So we just want to encourage you. We totally understand this is a big deal and it should not be, it should not be taken lightly. You should definitely submit and cover it in prayer for sure, because it's, it's just like we said, it's a big deal um, and be honest and loving and gracious towards your spouse because it, it is a it's it's a very emotional process, mm-hmm. very emotional process. And we all want to be heard when it comes to validating our emotions and feeling like we're heard and important. So just want to encourage you to do that with your spouse as well. Um, do you have any final
1: thoughts no you definitely had a lot to say on this one but it was all great stuff so i was like i'm just listening like (laughs) yeah that's pretty good i don't have anything else to say like hey i love it so i'm i'm a listener this week i was like yeah (laughs) well i'm here for the comic relief this episode (laughs) so we we love you guys thank you again for sticking around for another episode stay tuned for next monday's episode and we'll talk to you again in a week
0: bye guys
1: bye